Last time on Cursebreaker. We made it to the Great Bismite Stone after Holly had an ethereal experience that took her all the way to Vindorn and back. Later on, as we set up camp beneath the Great Crystal, we were approached by the Golden Dragon for the third time. In order to prove himself to the dragon, Snack presented his white lotus flower, and it worked. With barely a word, the dragon enchanted Snack with a dragon mark, causing him to become taller, stronger, and half-golden. After another full day of travel, we find ourselves at an elaborate trading post, and a sexy elf man just gave us each little wooden tokens. Neat! that really did happen um you are all standing in front of this three-story building with several outbuildings and like extra wings to it it's all uh made out of like wood and it's got sort of um curved like steepled roofs um this uh fast on his feet uh elf boy um has traveled from the upper balcony to outside to greet all of you and has handed you these little wooden tokens they're about the size of a credit card uh it's just a flat piece of wood with a little marking that doesn't make much sense is it like the bath tokens in spirited away yes exactly like <laughs> awesome. yeah. the uh elf man is uh wearing this open shirt and uh he's got this muscled chest and a uh a kind of beautiful face, actually. He's got a little bit of violet to the color in his eyes. He uh, looks up at each of you with these long eyelashes and says, Welcome, all of you, to the Fey Trader. I'm excited and curious to see what you'll spend your tokens on. Hello, <laughs> Holly says to this very um, attractive elf who, in my Hannah mind, is going to look like Wee Pace. Pace. Oh! <laughs> <Yes>! Is this <laughs> Randuel? Like... <laughs> Can he look like Lee Pace, though? Can he look exactly like Lee Pace? <laughs> so he looks like Lee Pace? Dolly Pace. Yes. <laughs> can his last name, can it be Dolly Pace, please? Pace. <laughs> please, Lord, <laughs> just let me have this one dream, Tim. Sorry, Sorry Tim. Tim. We already have one. He uh, stands up from his deep bow and uh, smiles at each of you, and he says, My name is Dolly Pace, and I'm happy to be of service to each and every one of you. Hello, Dolly. Lovely to meet you. And uh, uh, Holly offers uh, Dolly her her hand. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he like takes it and like does another bow and kisses your hand and meets your eyes again. <laughs> Holly giggles. Is this custom here? Do we all have to do this? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. God, I don't. He looks around at the circle and says, "Any other takers?" <laughs> um. Very well. You may use our uh, establishment at your leisure. Um, one of these tokens will let you into one of our four very special areas. Uh, feel free to explore within. Uh, we have reasonable accommodations for a more reasonable price, but if you wish to procure more tokens, just seek me. Where, where exactly uh, would we be able to find you, Dolly? Oh, I'll be around, or you can ring the bell on the first floor, and I'll find you. Okay, sounds good. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Mr. Pace, can you tell us about the different areas in this store, or should we just go see for ourselves? He says, 
For every standard amenity you would expect to find at such an establishment, we have a uh, special version of that. If you're seeking a meal, we've got a room for luxury meals. If you're seeking a bed, we've got rooms for luxury beds. A luxury bath, we've got that. And if you wish to go beyond the bed and bath, you can take a look at our expansive third floor where we offer a bevy of magical items procured from the Fey Realm. So we we have to use a token to get into all these individual places? That's right. And if we wanted more tokens... Well, you would just seek me to purchase them. Right. How much would they be? For you, right now, 50 gold. I don't even know if I want more. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you all have a fantastic stay, and I'm sure I'll see you all again. Thank you, Mr. Dolly. Thank you. Uh, He just gives you, like, a little smirk, and he says... Very good. I'll see you all inside. And he kind of goes out and starts mingling with people that are around these bonfires outside. Uh, Want to go in? Should we, like, go into a space together to make sure this isn't a murder house first? I want to say hi to Rin before we go in. Okay. Yeah, let's go say hi. Uh, so, yeah, Rin uh, hasn't noticed you. He's uh, seated at a bonfire with some other people. It looks like he is... Um, he might be alone. He might be associated I with something. I want to sneak guys. up on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a stealth check. Natural <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all with you, so we're all just like chatting and giggling. You're like, <laughs> you're like sneaking up, and all the rest of us I'm are like going shuffling to sneak up around. On <laughs> I hit like a pile of crunchy leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you do to like sneak up on him and surprise him? I was going to poke him in the rib area. Okay. You know, the annoying thing. Yeah. So you, you get close to him and sneak up behind him, and uh, you can see he's just, like, nodding his head and listening to a story that somebody else is telling. And you uh, kind of, like, spread your arms to give him a poke under the ribs, and right when you, like, jab in on him, you just feel your fingers crunch against a force field, uh, and you just get, like, blasted back five feet and skid across the dirt. And he, like, gets up and turns <laughs> around, and he says, Hi, Uli. Why? How do you do this every time? Do you even know how heavy your footsteps are? Well, I mean... I'm not that heavy. <laughs> I'm so light on my feet, right, Tivio? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. At that, he's gonna try to make a trip attack on you <laughs> with his uh, with his shepherd's crook. What do I? Yes, you you contest it with a uh, I think a, a strength or dexterity would work in this case. Seventeen. Nat twenty. Damn it! <laughs> Why? So right when you say you're steady on your feet, he. Uh, gets his shepherd's crook right around your ankles and just <gasps> yanks it and drops you to the ground. Oh, every time I jump out of the way. <laughs> Have you been practicing at all? Yeah, uh, definitely. We've what been we've been dealing with some conflict. Uli has not had time to practice. Yeah. Yeah, we've been helping some revolutions, forming governments, blowing up water towers, you know, saving people, stuff, hero stuff. Okay, not bad. That's a good use of your time, I think. But tell me, have you had any more um, accidents? I mean, no. Nothing disastrous. I mean, there was the tower that exploded. The. It was due for repairs. There was the time you turned into the sheep, and Uh, then you turned into butterflies. 
There were extenuating circumstances both of those times. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting I'm getting better. Listen, I think you could probably use another lesson if you've got time for it. Yeah, we'll be here for a little bit. Good. Um Hey, what's good here, Rin? To eat. Uh, what's good, Rin? <laughs> he says, uh, depends how much money you've got. What'd you bring with you? Well, I have this wooden token. Yeah, well, if you're hungry, I'd spend it on the uh, luxury room in the restaurant on the main floor. I can also use a nice bath. Well, that's on the second floor. But I also need some good magic items. Okay, well, I already spent my token, so if you're looking for another one, I don't have it for you. <laughs> well, all right, all right. it was nice to see you or meet you, Rin. I don't know that I've really met any of you except for Uli. Oh, yeah. I'm Holly, Holly Hyacinth. Pleasure to meet you. And Holly offers her hand the same way she did to um, Dolly, the elf, earlier. He, he gives you a high five with the back of his hand on the back of your hand. <laughs> Holly laughs and is like, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> And he points at uh, Holly and Burton and says, you two are from Tildry, right? I remember at the court case. Yes, I believe you were present for my trial. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like you did okay. Still here. Not in jail, so we're doing great. And I definitely remember the two of you pointing to Scalian Bones. <laughs> <laughs> but is this, and he kind of like leans into Uli and does the like hand on the side of his mouth thing. Is, is this the same dragon thing as before? Yeah, he um, went through puberty. Hit a growth spurt. <laughs> he is going very fast, and uh, Tivia is going to pat him on the shoulder. And um, how how have you all been? Mm, snack has grown much, yes. Is he a real dragon? Mm, we don't know yet. <laughs> Check back with us in a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, I'm going to have everybody make a real quick perception check. Perception. 19. Plus one is 20. Eight. Mm-hmm. 11. Oh, got an 18 wow. over here. Nice. 17. Okay. Wow. Um, so 18 and up, uh, notice that around this bonfire uh, is Born. Uh, it was an old ally oh. of Emery's. He was like the dwarven, uh, presumably a cleric. Uh, Snackum is looking at him. <laughs> Snack puts his uh, claw on um, uh, Tibio and uh, points with his tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tibio, do you recognize that man? I'll say that bumps you to an 18, Tibio. Okay. Um, I squint at him for a moment because I was blinded by staring into the fire. Uh, yes, Snack, that is the one who was with Emery, and we met him. Yes. Yes. He left Emery to die. Perhaps now we must exact vengeance upon no, him. No, 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 that is not our job. Mm, get, get an apology then. Perhaps uh, this will be good practice for me, Tibio and Holly and Bert, for me to be party leader as the dragon ordained upon me. Um, the dragon did say you were all followers of Snack now. Tibio looks confused, but doesn't say anything. And no vengeance killing? I will practice this diplomacy that is important for dragons. Well, Snack, just remember the last time you killed someone and what happened. Yes, he came back and there were no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is what I recall. Yeah. I was promoted. Well, remember how you felt when you thought he was dead. Oh, yes. Um, thank you, Holly. I will be very careful not to kill. Well, you're a big, strong dragon. 
basically now, so you have to be extra careful. Thank you. Bert uh, reaches up to put a hand on Snack's shoulder, but can't reach it, so yeah. he kind of <laughs> slaps him on the thigh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you can do it, buddy. Just be smart. And I cast guidance on him. Nice. Holly notices where Bert's touching, and she's like, Snack, I think we can get you a new loincloth while we're here. <laughs> yes. I think that would be wise. It's literally a I'll triangle. Say this, it's just enough. <laughs> <laughs> Covering a very small space. <laughs> um, I will approach Bourne. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks glassy eyed, staring into the fire, and you can't tell if he's even paying attention to the story that's being told. What is the story? Um, is somebody's just like detailing their, their travels coming here. Uh, they followed the southern coastline to get here. Um, but it's, it seems like an energy vampire story about travel logistics. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Snack starts to sit down, but um, notices the shortness of his loincloth and stands up and leans against uh, a log. That's some traveling tale you have there. I once heard of another's travels. Uh, his name was Emery. He, he pays attention to that. Yeah. Mm. Attacked. <laughs> Yes, this Emery, um, he was a brave man, but um, was abandoned by his allies. Tragic, isn't it? You, good traveler, what did your allies support you? He's like really starting to squirm. Uh, he uh, still does not recognize you at all, and he says, I know this Emery. Really? Well, I am uh, arriving new to this spot. We've traveled far, and I could certainly use a good story. Do you have any stories of Emery? Mm, the last time I saw him, he accompanied us into a cave. Inside the cave, we find goblins. Too tall for goblins, too strong for goblins. We fought two of them with four of us and we almost died. But Emery wanted to push deeper into the cave, and I could not do it. I... We left him. And now we are haunted. Haunted, you say? In what ways? Uh, he sees that the circle has gone quiet. The person telling his boring story has stopped talking. And uh, he's got all eyes on him, and he shifts, and he says, When I close my eyes, I see eyes staring back at me. A child dies with a terrible smile. Hmm. It has driven us to madness. My compatriots and I have split up. Did you procure anything from this uh, adventure? I did not take anything. You should know that um, Emery did not fare any better, unfortunately. He bears something from that day as well. What stopped you, as you say? Fear of death. It was not something that Emery had. Are we all hearing this? Yeah. Could I just, like, quick check in on where they are? Emery and Dave... Oh, yeah. Um, so you guys went southeast. They went northwest. And so Dave's dot is just getting smaller and smaller in the distance. Okay. And it's like, it takes you a while to even find him. He's like a 
Just like a tiny little spot of light. Uli <laughs> <laughs> is radio silent right now. She's got one eyeball out. that's yeah. like going around. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, brief intermission. If you were to see Emery again, what, what would you say? I don't know that I could face him again. I did not think he would survive, and I am nervous to ever see him. I suppose I am haunted by him as well. Haunted by my actions. But I think I have made up my mind. And he stands up. On what exactly? It's going to be a bath. And he shows you his token, and he starts walking inside. <laughs> wow, that really cut the tension at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I don't want to do a bath if that guy's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, vengeance killing is not the correct course of action. Yeah, definitely yeah. sounds... He, he's like two feet away, like, turns around and looks at you. <laughs> no. You're growing so much, Zach. <laughs> I feel bad. It was not a good situation they were in. I feel that um, one thing that we have learned, that we have seen, is that sometimes there are no bad guys, no good guys. Sometimes everyone just tries their best. And then there's Joe. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe there's one bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He described uh, being cursed, but... I don't think he took anything from the cave, as he said. It sounds like a curse. He sees what we saw within Holly's, uh, whatever that is. My historoscope. Yes. I think also that could just be trauma, seeing something awful when you close your eyes. Oui. Yeah. It does seem like this cave is bad news for anyone involved, even the people who didn't go in. Didn't they tell us where the cave was before when we met them on the path to Hogwild? You're not thinking of going to that cave, are you, Holly? Um, no. I I guess part of me wonders if there's anything else that would help Emery, but he seems to be kind of doing okay right now. I mean, all, for all we know. He has found a mission of sorts. Yeah. I'm not necessarily going to seek it out, I guess, to be is what I'm saying. <laughs> For me, we're going to need a hell of a good reason to go into that. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of unsettling that it exists. I don't know. With all this arcane magic thread stuff, there might be something there. That's all. Yeah. We'll see. And then Holly, like, spaces out for a second while she looks around at all the threads in this area. <laughs> but guys, we're here at the Fate Trader. Let's relax. Stop thinking about eyeball caves. I want to go shopping. <laughs> so these tokens guarantee us a way in, but we have to pay for whatever we get in there? Or is it, like, you get off free? Uh, it, it, like, in the case of the bed, the meal, and the bath, like, it's, like, all-inclusive, of course, using it for access to the third floor to look at magic items, you'd, of course, have to buy the magic item. Damn it. Yeah. It's a voucher for one of those things or access to that room. Yeah. Okay. I think Holly's going to go try to check out the food. Snack would like to go to the bath. <laughs> wow, Snack. I want a bath. What do you think, Snack? Should, should we make it a boy's bath? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, Bert. Tibio? Wait. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tibio takes a sniff at his armpit <laughs> and goes, ugh. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And he's got a hair he's, there he's now. No <laughs> One <skeleton>. hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Skelly pits. Stinky bones. <laughs> yep. Well, I wanted a bath. <laughs> you can come to the bath, too. I want to go to the bath, too. Holly's going to go eat a luxury meal by herself. <laughs> okay. When you first walk into this place, the first level is primarily a restaurant. So it's this big central like U-shaped bar, like a um, like a Japanese like ramen shop or something. Or like an Applebee's. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or like most bars. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, so uh, yeah, it's like nice and like dimly lit, and like even though this isn't the luxury area, it's still quite nice, and this food smells great here. But there is this elegant door uh, decorated with all of these like leaf motifs and spirals and stuff, you are sure without a doubt that that is the luxury door for the luxury meal. Um, Holly's gonna kind of walk up to the bartender and just be like, hey, um, is is Dolly around? Um, the bartender is a, probably the chubbiest elf you've ever seen. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, if you're looking for Dolly, you just need to um, ring the bell. Where's the bell? Uh, he points to this, like, pristine silver, like, hit it on the top to ring it kind of thing. Holly hits it. Uh, <laughs> you ring it and then look around excitedly, and Dolly is, like, right behind you. as. It uh, uh, um, hi. Uh, I was wondering if I could use my token for the Lux meal. Um... And I wanted to see if you'd like to join me, because all my friends went to go take a bath. He looks at the uh, um, bartender guy, and then back at you, and he says, I can't tell you how long it's been since anyone's invited me to anything. <laughs> Aw, well, that's really sad. I will take you up on your offer. Fantastic. Are you free now? He uh, lifts up an elbow to, like, take your arm. Aw. <laughs> Halia puts her arm in and she nods at him to lead the way. He uh, walks you up to the, the luxury door uh, where there is an attendant with a fine black bowl cut that uh, <laughs> looks up at you. There, It's like a young boy wearing like a very loose robe and uh, he just like holds his hand out for your token. Uh, Holly gives him the wood. Uh, he takes it and then he like snaps it in half. Ah! Yeah. So wasteful. He... Uh, leads you in through the door and uh, there's a, a shift in a lot of things in humidity, in temperature in even the smell of the air is different in here. Your ears pop a little bit when you walk into this room um, there is a long long table like 25 feet long um, with a like a stone hearth fire burning at the very end of the table um, all of the walls here have these huge tall wooden arches uh, and it's all made out of like bent woodwork um very like handcrafted, very like elven looking. Wow, it's gorgeous in here. We try. Um, what's it gonna be for you? What's your diet like? Oh, I mean, I eat pretty much anything. Uh, I love brunch. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of raises an eyebrow and says, breakfast for dinner? Well, maybe something different this time, actually. I've had a lot of brunch. Hmm. Well, most of what we've got to offer here is uh, fresh caught from the Feywild. Um, he, yeah, I'm going to say he gets out a bunch of food and, and just starts bringing out like plate after plate from this other room um, of things that you're not really familiar with but are all incredibly appetizing. Almost everything is either rolled up in a large leaf um, or is like served on a leaf, um, and a lot of it is vegetables. There are some like fish options, like little sushi roll kind of things. Is it just me and him in here? 
Uh, it is for the time being, yeah. Uh, as far as like concrete benefits go here, uh, you get inspiration. So you get to use that to like roll at a later time. Cool. And you get, uh, you get like a, I guess like a shield of 20 HP. So that will just stay on you until somebody wears it off. Cool. Until like someone hits me. Yep. Okay. So plus the hero's feast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. It's not hot cocoa this time. <laughs> this is really lovely. I haven't had dinner like this in a long time. And Holly just smiles like sweetly at him, but not in like an overly flirty way. Just like very grateful. Yeah. He's resting his chin on his uh, kind of arched hands. He says, so what brings you to our neck of the woods? Oh, well, um, there was this flock of crows. Is it a flock? No, that sounds wrong. A murder. murder. And his eyes get huge. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Yeah, um, there were some crows that kind of spoke to us and told us to come here. I feel like you're from this area, so maybe you it doesn't seem so strange to you. Um, but at first, we thought they were trying to like spy on us, so we killed one of them. Um, <laughs> anyway, long story short, had to make a couple pit stops along the way, but um, we're traveling with my friend Tibio. He's from here. Well, if your goal was in the Fernglade, I have to warn you, it's a dangerous place right now. Mm, why do you say that? Things are things are different. Things are difficult in the forest right now. The trees don't seem to greet you as warmly as before, if that makes any sense to someone like you. I can't say that I've ever been greeted by a tree, but, I mean, I like trees. I'd love to be greeted by a tree. (laughs) He says, well, don't anticipate it. Hmm. Well, that's disappointing. Is it dangerous to even venture in there? Like, are we going to... That's why we're so popular right now, actually. That's my guess. We've got a lot of guests because we've got a lot of people waiting to go into the Ferngladen, and they can't. There's been a lot of, uh... a lot of undead. It's been a problem. Uh, let's cut back to, uh, the rest of y'all. The remaining four of you have just stepped into the restaurant area on the first level of this place. Uh, with your tokens in hand, and uh, I think you were destined for the bath area, yes? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Um, you might have uh, heard the clue earlier that the baths are on the second floor. You uh, make your way up and see that there are several luxury doors here. Uh, three, in fact. Are they marked in any specific way? There is a black bowl-cut attendant at each of them, and they're just <laughs> staring at you. Hello, my good man. We're here to spend our token on the baths. The first one says... If you seek a luxury bath, it is through this door. And the second one pipes up immediately and says, If you seek luxury lodgings, they're through this door. And the third one pipes up and says, If what you truly seek is magic items, it's through this door. Is this one Mm. of those things where one of you is lying and the other is telling the truth? (laughs) (laughs) I really want a bath, but I also want magic items. You can buy another token. Do we have enough gold? (laughs) <laughs> uh, where are the non-token baths located? In case I want to scope those out. They all make a stink face and point down the hall. They're like, they're just a, It's just a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> With a mop in it still. I still want magic items. Okay. Then I will take a bath. Okay. Uh, all of you? Yes. Uh, okay. The attendant takes yes. each of your... <laughs> He, the attendant takes each of your tokens and snaps them in half as you hand them to him and uh, invites you into the baths. And this is a luxurious bath. Before we go in, um, I 
as we're walking in, I lean into the attendant and I say, um, is there any way that I could keep one of the tokens as a souvenir? It could be a broken one. I was just wondering as a memory of coming here. He uh, leans in in a very private, like, um, kind of like on the down low sort of way. And he says, tokens are available for sale on the first floor by hitting the bell. I was very interested when he started talking and then I kind of fade a little bit. <laughs> Just walk into the bath. <laughs> um, so uh, this uh, bath house area is actually across a small second story bridge uh, that you have to cross over. Um, when you open the door into this area, it's uh, it smells of lavender and, mm. and oils. And uh, there's one large square communal bath in the center. And you can see these walls that partition two uh, gendered baths on either side. Um, in the central bath, however, is uh, a very narrow man uh, with long, dark hair. Uh, Gaspard is uh, taking a load off and uh, getting clean in the central bath here. Um, I am very excited to see him, so I shout into what I assume is a very large echoey room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gaspard! Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got that like like pool like aesthetic where, where yeah, the, the noise just comes right back at you and like Gaspard kind of splashes a little bit as he like turns to look at you. <laughs> no sound absorption whatsoever. <laughs> it, it looks like he was like really like relaxing too and then he's just like very startled upon seeing you. Um, one of the attendants even kind of like looks up at you like startled and like continues folding towels and looks back down. <laughs> I wave excitedly at Gaspard and then I point to my friends and I turn to them and I say, um, this is, uh, Gaspard, he, um, he gave me my loot. Oh, I wonder where that came from. Yes, I don't think I ever explained. Um, but this is Gaspard, I met him in Ogwild, and he gave me my loot. He looks up and says, please, all of you, get undressed and join me. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. Right. I strip immediately. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's got one string that she pulls it. Yeah, like, the ripcord. Yeah. <laughs> tearaway pants. Yeah, tearaway overalls. Put it into the overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah your overalls are canon- canonically tearaway. <laughs> oh no! There's just a pull string. In there. I love it. Um, uh, Bert sheepishly undresses and enters the bath. Okay. Bert, do you do that thing where you like undress under a towel and then you kind of like slip your body like sure. under the towel? He's into definitely the wall? like scuttling over to the bath. Yeah. Okay. Um, Great radio. I don't. I want to just get in the same tub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Okay. It's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Snack takes off all of his clothes, but he um, takes them with him into the bath oh. before they are dirty. Yeah. yeah. Snack. Yeah, all right, so, yeah, Snack, like, gets to work <laughs> while the rest of you, like, settle in here. Uh, an attendant comes by and pours some uh, water on these steaming rocks, and it billows out a bunch of steam and um, just kind of uh, is on his way and, and sort of departs the area so that you're truly private, uh, the five of you. Um, I take off all my clothes, and I have no problem walking around naked, but I'm also carrying all of my bones really carefully in the mesh bag that I keep on my person. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I bring them to an attendant and I ask if they can, um, um, ex- excuse me, uh, are you able to, um, it's not, it's not a big deal if you cannot, but could you, um, steam these? A bone steaming? Of course. Oh, merci, merci. <laughs> they might be able to do that for your clothes as well, Mr. Snack. Is this true? 
the attendant nods and like holds out a, a hand with two fingers to kind of like pluck them out of the water. <laughs> Many thanks. Uh, yeah, they take your clothes and your bones and put them in a little like uh, wooden cage and then set them over the rocks to be steam cleaned. Cool. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> I love that you have a delicate bag for yeah. your bones. <laughs> Gotta. <laughs> I sink in and just let out all the air from my lungs and close my eyes. <laughs> Uli floats. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <sighs> this is great. Is this hot enough for everyone? I think it could be a little warmer. I, I, I know where you're going with a <laughs> snack, and I'm good. Uh, what are we talking about? Tibio has dunked his head underwater and is making his hair stick straight up in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> is Born uh, in this area as well? You have not, like, explored the entire area. Yeah. Okay. okay, got it. He's not in the central bath. It's a very quiet bathhouse. <laughs> uh, you realize Gaspard is not exactly a talker and seems very comfortable with four strangers. And is just, like, sitting there and, like, occasionally kind of, like, playing with the water. Like, you see him, like, flapping his hands underwater to make the surface of the water distort a little bit. And does that, like, backwards hair thing where you, like, smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Gaspard, was it? Oui. So you were in Hogwild around the same time as us, is that right? That's where I met uh, Master Tibio. Oh, Gaspard, Gaspard, I forgot to tell you. Uh, Uli's father, he plays many instruments, and um, uh, he showed me how to play uh, this and this. And this, and Tibio is making, like, chord hand mm-hmm. formations. Mm-hmm. That's some impressive progress. I'm, I'm glad you're sticking with it. That's right. We have you to thank for Tibio's lute that he was playing all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> He's a treat. Yeah, he just says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tibio is smiling and is not catching the sarcasm. <laughs> Tibio, did you tell Gaspard? Uh, did I tell him what? About the, um... And I make, with a um, minor illusion, I make a crow fly through the room and then disappear quickly. Oh, well, Gaspard knows who I am. And everything else? The reason we are here? I suspected who he might be, and I think now it's confirmed. You're you're heading into the Fernglade, aren't you? Uh, yes, I'm supposed to see my family and check in. He uh, stands up. And he says, I, I have to insist that you don't. I implore you not to enter the Ferngrade. But it is my home. My family is inside. Something is wrong in there, Master Tibio. Something is wrong? The dead are not at rest. I, I can scarcely enter. I thought it would be over by now. It's why I fled the Ferngrade in the first place. You fled? Then it is even more important that I go. My family is in danger. And where you go, we go. Tibio starts to, like, get out of the bath and is, like, toweling off a little bit, like, well, shit, I gotta go now. (laughs) Tibio, were your parents, Talus and Maxilla? Yes, but do you know their names? They are celebrated figures in my circle. I fear they have abandoned their post. The deal they had is... something is wrong. Tibio and I can't solve it. 
There must be a way to fix it. I, this has been my family's responsibility for generations. I think I understand. Let's let's enjoy our bath and, and then we should talk. Okay. Tio starts to sit down slowly in the bath again. He's looking very concerned. <laughs> Does uh, the bath do anything for us? Uh, you do get inspiration. Information and relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dolly, uh, is splitting with you a, uh, three-tiered pistachio ice cream delight. Hell yeah! Oh, that sounds tasty. Pistachio ice cream's the best kind! Spumoni. He says, don't make yourself sick. Eat as little as you like. Or as much. Uh, Holly has two cheeks full of ice cream. And she's like, Ow! This is so good! <laughs> oh, brain freeze! Oh. You know, it's not typical that I open up so much to uh, guests, but you've shown me such a kindness. You know, mm-hmm. these doors are special. He leans in real close and says, we're in the Feywild right now. That's why it's so different here. Holly gulps down her <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. <clears throat> it makes it much easier to import exotic things like this. It's... A wonderful place. I'm loving it <laughs> so far. Wow. He leans back in his chair and says, We've gotten a bad rep, us Fae. We're not trusted. Wait, you're Fae? He like twinkles his eyes a little bit and he says, In the flesh. Holly's just like mouth is open and she's just smiling. Like, you can see all her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> She also looks now like she wants to eat him up. <laughs> yeah. It's true. We Fae get to um, alter our appearance a little bit. So I've done a little bit of designer work with the way you see me. And my name's not Dolly at all, of course. I have a Fae name. But I can't tell you that or you'd be able to tell me what to do. Oh, that's okay. I mean, Dolly is an awesome name. I think so. And he gives a self-satisfied smirk. Um you two are kind of uh, finishing up your dessert here, and he says, Is there anything I can do to make your stay hmm, more amenable? I quite like you, Holly. <laughs> Sorry. Hannah cannot handle it. You did this to yourself. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Holly, as she's eating uh, the last bites of ice cream, uh, every bite she gets a little bit closer, like, to Dolly. Um Wow, this was amazing. Um, maybe a nightcap? Every man you've come across. Yeah, give me... Um, not every man. Holly's on spring break. <laughs> she is, she's, on a, she's on a kick, that's for sure. But, uh, give me uh, persuasion with advantage. I think you've done a lot to grease the wheels Where's here. seduction on this sheet? No kidding. I rolled a nat 20. For fuck's sake. What the fuck? Actually, though. Oh, I, my God. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah, she no. roll another one to see if she crit? No, I... Oh. <laughs> it's a crit. It's like, Critical God, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go into the implications of what that would mean. <laughs> Dear Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? She said clinical hit. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> now we're playing D and D. Okay. 
He yeah, he just gives you one huge smirk and you can see his eyes flash a bit of violet and he says, "Say no more." And he uh leans in close about 90% and stops right in front of your face. Um yeah, Holly uh eagerly leans in and Kisses him, open mouth. Ah! <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> um, he like he like kind of like pushes your shoulder a little bit, and you feel yourself losing your balance backward, and uh, you hear like a snapping of wood, and all of a sudden you just fall onto this curtained bed. <laughs> I'm so glad he took it like, out of the restaurant. You hear him take a, kind of an eager breath, and he says, "Hope you don't mind the uh, luxury rooms." Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, and then we can fade from there. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, how far is this? Sorry. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Does she regain her spell slots? <laughs> yeah, what's my buff for having sex with a fake creature? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, so the four of you uh, have uh, are finishing up your... Um, bath you're not quite done yet is there anything else you wanted to get accomplished in the bath um snack <laughs> let's have a holding your breath contest um and then i go underwater this is where uli kills snack <laughs> <laughs> uh snack dives in immediately as well mm-hmm. and um splays out belly facing down just staring at uli intently as he holds his breath i'm just like a boulder at the bottom of the pool okay Great. And I'm staring back. <laughs> oh, man, this is tough. I mean, Snack is a lizard. <laughs> Let's have you both make a constitution check with advantage. Uh, snack, you still have guidance. That's true. Cool. I, won't, I won't use guidance if I don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. Cool. No! Hey! Natural 20. I rolled a 19. Oh, man. Damn it. You're you're both face down on the water, or, like, in the water, for, like, four and a half minutes. (laughs) And, like, everybody else is, like, toweled off and, like, staring at you guys. (laughs) They've been down there a long time. (laughs) And then, ooh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Tibio didn't understand the competition, so he's clapping for Uli as she comes out of the water. (laughs) Um, he's still down there. <laughs> uh, you see, you, you all hear this like like padding of wet footprints as the attendant is like sprinting across the room, and he grabs this like lifesaver <laughs> and he like throws it into the pool, and he says, "Grab on, grab on." Ah. Snack is startled by this and like uh, pushes uh, with his tail against the the wall mm. to like move out of the way of the object as it's thrown, <laughs> and then I um, scamper out of the pool. Okay. Uh, Tibio claps again. <laughs> Congratulations! I almost beat you. Gaspard starts clapping. Just <laughs> that was quite admirable, Uli. I don't think I've ever met someone to hold their breath so long. Yeah. Except for me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Best two out of three. Of course. And then I cast aquatic adaptation. Mm. And we can just cut from there. (laughs) (laughs) Snack drowns and dies. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, would anybody like to purchase additional tokens? Yeah. We. Okay. Oh, we're getting some magic items. All right. Yeah, I want to go to the magic shop, too, after I'm I'm done. Boinking. 
Yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, a couple oh, yeah, hours. yeah, we have to wait until Holly's done. Done with the candy shop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's been eating dinner for a while. Holly, <laughs> you all saw her walk into the restaurant, the luxurious <laughs> restaurant wing, and then you all saw her walk out of the luxurious bed area with Dolly. <laughs> um, Taking a tour, huh? Hi. Oh, no, we just had sex. Ah. <laughs> uh. Tibio blushes. Uli <laughs> blushes, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm really beat. Man, that bath sounds nice, but I'm really interested in the shop. How about you guys? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's actually wonderful timing. Uh, Mr. Dolly? Uh, Dolly like comes out of the same door and closes it behind him, and he says, That was... Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, we would like to purchase additional tokens to see the magic items. Ah, love to hear it. The going price is 50 gold pieces for a token. Okay. Is there any sort of group discount? Afraid not. And he holds out one in front of you. Fair enough. Uh, do we each want one? Yeah. Yes, please. So that's 50 times five is 250. Cha-ching. Uh, so he, uh, opens the door himself. Uh, to the the third floor, um, the attendant takes each of your tokens and snaps them immediately. It does seem wasteful at this point. <laughs> like he's just handing them directly to the attendant to snap. Um, but each of you take the stairs and walk into this room uh, that is not unlike a museum. The way they've set up everything with these very dramatic, like overhead lights shining down on specific objects around the room. Um, I'll just rattle them off quickly what you see here. Uh, you see a floating ring, a floating set of keys, a rod with an iron gauntlet at the end, a stack of wooden tokens, a spinning ring, a lumpy bag, a layered robe, a black ring, a cooking pot, a stick of chalk, a black shroud, a wooden mask, a glowing short sword, a small wooden whistle, and a small colorful pouch. Um, Holly is very interested in the black shroud that she sees. <laughs> Um, she, uh, makes a beeline right for, um, that display. Is it like on a mannequin head, but it's like very dramatically lit and just like, yeah, Holly is very much attracted to that and wants to check it out. The, uh, the curator, um, steps out from behind a curtain. They were just like, they were hiding behind a curtain, like in the side of the room in order to be mysterious. (laughs) And they just, like, step out and uh, approach you, Holly, uh, softly from behind. And they say, have you found something you like? <gasps> oh, my gosh. You Alan Rickman. All right. A stick of chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a small wooden whistle. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I see you've taken an interest to the funeral shroud. Oh, funeral shroud. Oh, I mean, I thought it was just a glam goth moment, but... um, No, it it shrouds you from death. Oh, that might be helpful, considering where we're going. He uh, lifts it from the mannequin and uh, puts it on uh, over your head, and he says, yes, yes, it suits you perfectly. I'll take it. I haven't even told you what it does. What does it do? (laughs) (laughs) Necrotic damage. You have resistance to it. Disease. You're immune to it. You age half as fast, and your life force can't be taken from you. That um, seems like it would be really useful. 
Do you wish to purchase this item? Me. Uh, how much? Prices here are negotiable. For you, I would charge 400 gold pieces. Now, you know, I have had um, some things that I like to refer to as sponsorships in the past. Um, I'm Holly Hyacinth, by the way, famed fashion designer of Tildry. And when I wear something, people notice. And everyone will want to know where I got this gorgeous shroud. I believe we run in different circles. I'm not sure that many of my prospective clients would ever lay eyes upon you. I could be mistaken. Exposure is not a bad thing. 350 gold pieces. How about we make a deal? You give it to me for 100 gold pieces, and then I will refer everyone to your shop. But if you haven't had, eh, maybe say 10 sales due to me in the next six months, I can come back and pay you the rest. I will accept this deal with adjustments to the terms. 100 gold, fine. However, if you do not send 10 paying customers in our direction, you will pay 500 gold pieces. How are these terms? Sure, sounds good. Holly's very confident she can convince people to come shop he, uh, at their store. He reaches out to shake your hand. Holly shakes it. Uh, Holly and everyone else in this room uh, sees a little bit of magic taking place right there. Uh, those of you who are privy to, um, well, I guess it's really just Holly knows that the Fae are involved with this place, obviously. Um, but yeah, Holly, you've just entered a, uh, a Fae bargain. Excellent. Oh, you those might are fine. Write, yeah, those are good right and not scary. The top of your character yeah. sheet to do this. No, I remember. Here's a question. Will we meet 10 NPCs? Okay, um, Holly uh, pays for the shroud and then turns around and huddles everyone together and says, everyone, come here, come here, come here. Huddle in. Uh, what's what's happening? What's going What's in? happening? Holly's wearing the shroud now. And she says... Cool shroud, Holly. Thank you. Where'd so, you get it? Listen, <laughs> I just bought this shroud at this shop and now I need you all to say Holly Hyacinth referred you. Holly Hyacinth referred you. No, referred job, you, Snack. snack. When you buy something, mm. you must say, this is very important or it'll cost us for Start over it, Holly. I'm getting confused. Snack, repeat after me. Holly Hyacinth. Now, yes. Holly Hyacinth. Sent me. Mm, sent me. And I want to buy shit. And I want to buy shit. Perfect. Everyone understand? Yep. All Mostly. Right. All right, great. Thank you, friends. And then Holly walks around with her arms spread out, um, just like being glamorous with the shroud on <laughs> and like kind of walking around the shop and looking in mirrors at herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Snack eats some of this chalk that is on display. Snack, you didn't buy that. Well, I'm trying it out early first. The uh, the curator approaches you like very quickly, and he like swats your nose, and like you're a seven foot tall like draconoid now, and he says no, naughty. <laughs> hmm. Do you know who I am? He looks you up and down, and he kind of like sets the chalk back into the middle of the pillow, and he says, "I do not." Holly Hyacinth sent me. I am here to buy shit. You see his eyes flick for just a second back at Holly, and he says, wise woman. (laughs) Is it this chalk you're interested in? Did it taste good, or no? No. 
I think not. This was not a wonderful thing. For the better. And he dusts a little bit of, like, straight chalk off. Well, what does it do? Are you any good at drawing? (laughs) I literally have never tried since being born. Well, he holds the chalk in his hand. He says, this is known as architect's chalk. In a built space, you could draw a door, a wall, a hole. It'll be made real. Hmm. How much for this chalk? 200 gold pieces. I look around nervously. I think everybody's probably engrossed in their own magical items. I will buy this, yes. I'll have you know before you make the purchase, this uses up quite quickly. I imagine you'll get three shapes of it before it's consumed. I do want this chalk, shopkeeper. Very well. The house commands 200 gold pieces for the chalk. Snack believes the house is outrageous, and Snack will offer you five gold. (laughs) Five gold. Yes. The house counters with 195. Hmm. Snack stands uh, up straight and... uh, Glowers upon him. 175. I will accept nothing short of a hundred and... Um, he looks around nervously. 75 gold pieces. He, like, looks at the rest of the people in the room as, like, did anyone else hear this? <laughs> and then he looks back at you and says, we accept. And I uh, jump into the lamp and pull out the coins. Uh, he's waiting for you when you come back out and just hands it to you. Does Jeannie help you count them? <laughs> He's got them ready for you when you <laughs> And um, who would be next? We prefer that no one gets seconds before everyone's had a chance. Uh, what are these? Uh, the wooden tokens? <coughs> for the... What? <clears throat> yes. Holly, like, looks at Uli. Yeah, I was going to. Don't forget. Um, I was told by a passerby <laughs> named Holly Hyacinth... Mm. that I should buy things here. <laughs> Very good. So what are these? Are these for the rest of the, the shop? No, no. These wooden tokens are quite different. Uh, popular among agricultural types, these um, summon a storm, though the severity varies. Okay. You may get cloud cover or sprinkling, you might also cause a flood. Use them with caution. How much? The house asks 50 gold pieces per token. Uh, just a second. Hey, Tibio. Oh, use. I need 150 gold. Okay. And uh, Tibio shovels out 150 gold. Awesome, thanks. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I would like to purchase these, please. Per Holly Hyacinth's request. Yes. Per her request. He takes your gold and then he uh, puts the tokens into a little linen bag and ties them up for you. Thank you. Pleasure doing business with you. And I bow very awkwardly. Holly winks at Uli. (laughs) Any other discerning buyers among you? Uh, Well, yes. I was looking at this crystal ball over here. Mm. My friend Holly Hyacinth told me to pick up some reagents on her (laughs) behalf. (laughs) <laughs> Did she? I hope for Holly Hyacinth's sake that you'd been given a good amount of money. 
I know how expensive these can get. I see it's a little dusty here on the shelf. Seems like it hasn't moved in quite a while. He uh, uses a cloth to pick it up and holds it against the light delicately, and he says, This one has been with us for some time. Well, how much you going for? Hmm. He, like, buffs one little scratch out of it, and he says, "Uh, For such an old chap, 950 gold pieces. Fuck. 950. Hmm. It's a little high. Uh, Tell you what, rather than haggling price, any chance you could throw in a stick of incense or two? He says, uh, we've seen some of your types coming through. Let's call us an even 1,000, and we'll have you well suited. Incense, crystal ball, every accoutrement you're going to need. Um, and I'm going to say that this will stand in for further um, reagent resources that you're going to need. He's okay. going to give you like a reagent pack. Great. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say anything that come, that costs under 1,000 gold, you're just clear for now. Do we have a deal? Well, I know how hard it can be to find these things, so I think you got yourself a deal, pal. Brilliant. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so you come over and ask for a thousand gold, and Timmy was like, okay, thousand? A thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I, it's for spying on Joe. It could give us the upper hand. Okay, I guess when we get to my homeland, I could ask my grandmare for some money. Maybe we'll find a big cave full of money. Would you be willing to buy things from us? Hmm. We are interested in acquiring new um, valuables. Do they have to be magical? Not necessarily. The crystal ball isn't magical. How about this emerald worth a thousand gold? (laughs) Ah. Oh, damn. Worth a thousand, you say? Yes. Might I appraise it myself? Yes, but I have it on good authority that it is worth that much. Mm. <laughs> the price tag is still on it. Yes. Y- you pull the emerald out of your fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's still warm. <laughs> yeah, he takes your warm emerald and Pick like... some lint off of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a piece of dirty rice attached to it or something. Yeah, um, yeah he uh, brings it under a light and inspects it and he says, indeed, a valuable specimen, but... To be of any use to the house, we would need to purchase it at 850. Um, An emerald of this quality and size, I think you are underselling. Or I'm underselling? How does that work? Hmm. Money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we need to be able to turn a profit on this item. Right, but that's quite a profit. I'm not confident we could resell this for 1200. I think we'd resell it for a thousand, and at eight hundred and fifty, that's not much of a profit for us to take on such a risk. For eight hundred and fifty, it seems fair to me. Eight hundred and seventy-five, and you can keep the rice, and you can keep. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Fine, but this does not count as a sale from Miss Holly Hyacinth." Of course not. Deal. I've been holding on to that since. Lamplight? <laughs> Young sir, I believe you have dibs. Um, yes. I was sent by Oli Hyacinth to purchase something from this shop. Holly, Holly smiles. Holly nods in the corner. <laughs> he 
He uh, holds up just a hand with four fingers on it, <laughs> kind of idly towards you, Holly. I got my tally written down. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, and what has piqued your interest? Mm, I, I do not know. There are many interesting magical items, certainly, but none that I have found necessarily extremely interesting. What does this whistle do? Hmm. This is something gifted to the house itself. A gift from the Fae. Oh, wow. This whistle causes woodland creatures to um, eagerly obey your commands. How long does it last? Mm, as long as it takes to complete the task. Um, should you command them to distract another, they'd be out of the scene in a matter of minutes. Um, if you asked one of them to guide you to water, for instance, that might take an entire day. They could not be made to harm themselves, could they? I should hope not. It's really for those seeking help when they're in the forests. I see. I don't believe they'd harm themselves for your sake. And how much are you asking for this whistle? It's been a difficult one to sell. I would try to part for it for 150 gold pieces. I would take it for 100 gold. And Tibio, like, tilts his head and looks at you kind of weird. <laughs> how far are you tilting it? Awkwardly. <laughs> this is going to seem weird that I'm just doing it just now, but uh, give me a... Uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to say persuasion. Is it? It's not called diplomacy in this, is it? No, no it's no. Persu persuasion. Yeah, persuasion, I think. Persuasion? Tan. He says, let's make it uh, 125. Um, hmm. Okay, but you must uh, give me a bag to hold it in. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he grabs you a. Uh, I'll say it's it's like a silken bag, an actually like nice piece of kit that he grabs from behind the counter. All right, Mister House. Yes. He he looks at you with his face that's like I guess. <laughs> Holly Hyacinth has sent me here to buy goods. <laughs> he he's like kind of staring at the floor. He's like bewildered, like. What do I do? <laughs> you did say 10 sales. Dormammu would How come to I, bargain. Yeah. How can I help you? I am interested in this ring, but it is covered in dust. Covered in dust, you say? And he like takes a close look and says, I don't think so. Well, I, I saw it with my keen eyes. Um, the ring is 300 gold pieces. What does it do? Well... Have you ever wanted to jump as tall as this building? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it will do just that for you. Hmm. Well, again, your prices, Mr. House, uh, make me angry. Um, <laughs> it's not lupus. <laughs> I prefer... Uh, 20 gold for this ring. And I'll take this dusty, dirty, nasty ring and I'll take it off your hands. Are you quite certain I should not be speaking with one of your friends? Hmm. I, I look around. Uh, who's... Holly's um, probably like the least interested in other items at this point. I'm interested in something else. Are you? Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, Holly's occupied. Uh, Bert? Bert's walking into the ring section. Okay. That's where Holly is. <laughs> Holly shoves that's, him out of the way. Nothing. Are. There are three rings. What, what ring are you two looking at? 
Black ring. Black ring. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay, so Holly's been like waiting her turn to talk about the black ring, and Bert walks up and is like, oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, this ring looks nice. Holly's like, it's in my cart. No. She like shoves him out of the way. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, actually, um, uh, and Tibio. Oh, uh, yes. Tibio, come, please. Uh, how, how can I help? Well, I need your assistance. Um, Mr. House is being a dick, and he has stated prices that are unfair to me. When you said that, Mr. House actually starts cracking up a little bit, and he says, 150 gold pieces. Tibio, does that seem fair for this ring? Uh, what does it do? I can jump as big as this building. I think that that is fair. Wonderful. Tibio, I need 150 gold pieces. What happened to your money? Oh, well, Tibio, you <laughs> you have the party's gold, right? You also have the party's gold. I feel like everyone's crowding me, and I'm getting nervous. I'm trying to do this transaction. <laughs> Snack, why do you not pay him with your own money? Well, I just since we are allies and all. And yes, and you have half of our Tibio, money. Tibio, look at me. As he's distracted with this argument, I tap on the lamp. And I go, hey, Jeannie, 150, please. Mm, what's that? We need some money, please. Oh, sure. Um. <coughs> and he just starts, like, sputtering gold <laughs> out of the lamp. He's like, is that enough? Snack, I am looking at you. What do you do want? Snack, like, like do I notice this? 15 or 20 coins have just, like, spurted out of the lamp. Jeannie, this, we will speak of this later. Tibio. You hear, like, a gasp. <laughs> hmm. Tibio, look at me. Look at how big I am, I am now. I'm looking at you. I see you, Snick. Yes, and look at how long my arms are. And I reach up above my head. They are very impressive. You have grown quite much yes. over the last week. Yes, Tibio, and I grab Tibio on the shoulders. And I must maintain enough gold so that I can lay about it. <laughs> I am not made of gold, Snick. I am not asking much of you, Tibio. I'm asking for part of the party's gold. How do you think people would look upon me to see a dragon with no gold pile of which he can lay? Well, Snack, if you do it's not, not want to... not much of a dragon at all, If then. you do not want to have less gold, you cannot spend your gold. Hmm. It is the rules. Fine. I grab the gold that's on the ground and I... Go into the lamp and... I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. I was just, I was making myself some snacks and they'd asked for gold what? and I just gave it to them. I, snack, I... No, it, it's fine, Ginny. Um, it is quite all right what you have done. I uh, was just nervous because I was negotiating um, I see. prices. Yes. With Tibio. <laughs> with, with Tibio, yes. <laughs> all is well, though, Ginny. <laughs> good, good. Uh, he, uh, he, like conjures like a fake vault and like spins the wheels on and opens it up and just gold pours out of it okay <laughs> um yeah i uh hesitate for a second but then climb out with the gold and hand it over it's All nice right. to know i can ask genie for gold and he'll just do it <laughs> maybe not after that <laughs> uh yeah uh ring of jumping is yours Wonderful. Um, he says i hear a good deal of intrigue from over here and he points to uh bert and holly Holly um, is using the shroud to kind of cover the case where the ring is, like, so that Bert can't see it as good. Um, and she, like, has her hands on it. And she's like, what does this one do? And she's referring to the black ring. Ah, yes. The ring of revenge. Tell me, have you ever wanted to um, slap the smile off someone's face when they've done you harm? Have you ever worked in retail? 
<laughs> Theo rolls his eyes and says, Woo! tell me about it. <laughs> it will protect you a bit in the first place, but should you still receive a woeful force, you can take revenge on someone by conjuring a magical hand to slap the shit out of them. <laughs> hmm, that sounds fun. Bert, I know you were looking at this ring as well. I had my eye on this one, uh... You know, I've got this cool axe now. I thought I might be a little more frontline in the action. He says, 100 gold pieces. Maybe you've got something else that can offer some protection? Ah, if it's just the protection you're after, might I recommend, and he gestures to a uh, layered robe that is laid over a uh, like mannequin body, says, not only do you uh, gain a little bit of toughness, but... You're able to use the shield spell to defend yourself from things like magic missiles or incoming arrows. Oh, I like this. Holly, what do you think? Does this robe go with my axe? And he strikes a dorky pose. <laughs> it looks fabulous. Um, don't forget to say who sent you. Do we have a deal? Well, Holly over there. Damn it. <laughs> sent me to buy this. Uh, yes. I mean, that's not a dishonest interpretation of what just happened. I suppose not. 250 gold pieces, have we a deal? <laughs> How much money do we have left? Tibby was sitting there with like a, the like one-handed like calculator. Abacus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a bunch of receipt paper. Yeah. Glasses, the visor. Glasses down to here. Yep. Like <laughs> the green visor. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. She just, he's just like... Shaking his head like, <sighs> I can't make these numbers balance. <laughs> what say ye to an even two hundo? What say ye to 250? Wasn't that the original asking price? I say ye. <laughs> <laughs> I've grown somewhat weary of your recommendations, Holly. I mean, you've made more sales in the last 30 minutes than you would have otherwise. Is that so? Yes, that is so. If I would have told these people to leave this shop, they would have, because they are my friends, and I am their influencer. Ah, I see. So you're the undisputed leader of this party. I didn't say that. <laughs> that is outrageous. Oh, should it be you setting the uh, spending and bargaining? Hmm. Well, yes, and I am quite slighted by my... Supposed ally. It seems to me that you're being told what to do and how much to pay. Yeah, by you, house. Well, it seems by you, Holly. By your own admission, you're the one causing all of these sales, aren't you? Telling them what to do and all? No, I just said to tell them. To tell you, I sent them. Well, how does that sit with you, Master Dragon? I'm quite confused. Do I need to buy more things? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, Mr. House, I sent myself here to purchase this black ring. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, but I quite like you, so that is your seventh sale. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 100 gold? 100 gold, unless anyone else in this room has a better offer. What does it do at 125 gold? It smites your enemies should they attack you. Hey, what? Snack. What? Uh, remember that conversation we had? Yesterday? With the great big golden ah, mentor? Yes. Mm. yes, Idris did not like that you took revenge. 
I don't see how that's relevant right now, Uli. Um, we are negotiating prices. Right, yes, we're negotiating the purchase of the Ring of Revenge. Yes, the Ring of Revenge. Ah, uh, those words are the same thing. I forgot. They mean the same thing. Yes. Holly, how dare you buy such a ring? I forbid it. <laughs> we are not a vengeful folk anymore. Holly's not trying to become a dragon. Uh, I guess you can do as you wish, Holly. All right, I'll take the ring. Here's your hundred gold. Um, and she, like, looks over at Tibio with her hand open. Tibio is getting a little frantic with the funds. He still, like, grabs a hundred and hands it to Holly, and then he kind of, like, hugs the bag of money to him, like, are we done shopping soon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Holly buys the Ring of Revenge. Yep. Uh, Right before he takes the money, he looks around and he says, going twice. Very well. Thanks, Uli. Is that quite everything, or have we yet more interest? Oh, I hope that is everything. (laughs) Look, I've spent enough money today, but I just can't go without learning about those that set of keys over there. Yes, you have been a um, high roller. <laughs> I suppose I could give you a bit of a deal. These keys, he uh, pushes, pushes the keys into like thin air and turns the key and opens it. And uh, <sighs> you see like a desk like fold down like a flat surface with all these extra <laughs> little cubbies for like inks and quills and paper and all this extra like stationery and stuff like that. Uh, He demonstrates the same thing with this uh, cabinet that's got plenty of storage space. Could be like a linen closet, you know, could be for other stuff. Uh, And then finally, a fully loaded tea and coffee bar. Bert's hands are on the side of his face and he's like dancing back and forth. (laughs) Tell you what, normally I'd ask 400 gold pieces for these. Oh no, oh no. (laughs) For you, who I quite like. Yes? 100 gold pieces. (gasps) Tibio, is that okay? Tibio, can I get the desk? You don't need Tibio. I can write all my books. And I can write letters and I can make coffee and tea. Can I vibe check him? The curator? Yeah. Mr. House? Yeah. That's his real name. You have a disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yeah, he's Faye. Oh. Uh, 12. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a wily SOB. It's hard to get a read on this guy. Um, It seems like he's just trying to make money for the house. Okay. It just... That just seems very cheap, and we've dealt with a lot of curses. Because oh. we bought a fuck ton of shit from him today. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands, yeah. Tibio, do we have enough money? Can I get it? Can um, I get it? It seems a little unnecessary. Oh, it's it is completely kind of... necessary. You don't need Tibio, Bert. I, um, Snack will sponsor this purchase. Oh, Snack. Yes. Okay. You're my hero. I am quite generous, yes. And we are good friends, and I am your leader. You're so benevolent and giving. That's all fine. <coughs> oh, well, you know who would love this is Holly, who I'm buying this Son for. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank Bullet. you, Bert. Hmm. I believe that brings us up to eight, Mr. House. <laughs> I've Christ. kept count, Holly Hyacinth. We're just going around, and like every time we come back up to buy something new, we're wearing a different mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got one purchase from Bert, one from Bertoli. <laughs> Who is Bertolomeo? (laughs) Are there any final purchases among you? Keep in mind, once you leave this floor, you will not be permitted to re-enter. Oh, we must buy everything, allies. Seems that way. Um, (laughs) You are so welcome to do that. Mr. House, I do uh, want to make a serious uh, speaking conversation with you. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's think, the way to say that. To, to the rest of you, he gives a very sarcastic look, but Snack, he looks very, like, interested to you. Mr. House, I know that this is not all of your wares, certainly. Is there something that might be uh, behind the curtain, so to speak? Something more for the richer ones. <laughs> Holly sent me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will say I will say you can all hear this. You all see this happening. Um, he says, "Oh, yes, yes, but we must be very quiet." So he he leads Snack to kind of the like back of the room where there is a curtain that leads to like a storage room. He comes <clears throat> back with a handmade wooden clock. Like ten inches by sixteen inches. It's like a rather cumbersome clock. Is it like the clock from Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, like that size. Yeah. Cogsworth. I yeah. can't think of his name. He shows it to Snack and says, This is perhaps the most uh, elaborate status symbol we've ever seen. Someone who adorned their home with this. I I don't know if any guest would be able to top it. Such elegance, such extravagance. If I were to wear this on my person, would it command respect and dignity? Hold on. He has to make a check. Flavor, flavor, Snack, make a perception check. Snacky, snack. Do I have to roll with disadvantage? No. Okay. Snack of love. 17. Uh, you do see him, like, smiling when he's giving you this, like, oration. Hmm. Yes, yes. Only the most discerning of guests would even be able to, um... To tell its origins. I see. 5,000 gold pieces. 5,000 gold pieces. Well, you did say that you're a high roller. Oh, yes, of course. I can afford this. Yes, well, that's the price. All right, then. How about in one lump sum? Um, that would be preferred, I think. Are we going to try to stop him? I don't think Snack has that much money. Deal. 5,000 gold. Tibio's walking out of the door. <laughs> Just uh, reach into that lamp of yours and... This seems like a bad idea. Yes, of course. Reach into this lamp and buy this item. I, I try to cast a spell creation. Yeah. Give me a stealth check. Yeah, probably this fey guy probably won't notice. Probably this man made of magic won't notice the magic. Yeah, uh-huh. 25. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's highly suspicious of you. But he does not know exactly what's going on. Okay. Snack makes a giant gold nugget shaped just like a pile of dog shit. It's like mm, okay. kind of like that, like yeah, the just melted pretzel sort yeah. of thing, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Poop yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I'd say that's worth at least 5,000 gold pieces. He, like, he can barely like contain the heft of it as you hand it off to him. And he says, where did you find such an artifact? I reached deep inside my lamp. I see. Well, please give me a moment to just assess its worth here. Well, um, we don't have a lot of time. You know, we've been quite busy. Don't be silly. Uh, I, I won't be more than a moment. And he sets it on the counter and he gets out these uh, magical instruments to start inspecting it. One moment. Sure. Yes. You see him, like, get out this, these little spectacles and take a look at it. And then Snack, he just, like, lowers the spectacles and looks straight at you. Do you have something you'd like to say? 
Um, Holly sent me. I'm not sure if I remember to <laughs> mention that. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Uli.